Hi, I'm Avin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace, and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ, and let us hear the Word of God together. Hi and welcome back to the Salvation Engine Podcast. Today we continue a topic called Sonship and the subtitle today is The Oldest Son. We're continuing to look at the parable told by Jesus from the book of Luke 15. In the book of John chapter 14 verses 9, Jesus says, Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Jesus revealed to us God's identity as Father. Jesus is the Son of God and through him we have received a new identity as sons of God. Not only did Jesus come to reconcile sinful man with a holy God, he came that we could be in relationship with the Father as sons and daughters of the Most High God, the creator of all things. The mystery of sonship can be lost on us. For instance, if we haven't had a good example of a loving father in our lives, or if we've even tried to compare Father God to the best dad in the world, that just doesn't work because however great an earthly dad may be, he is still human with the potential to make mistakes. Our Father God surpasses any human father. His love is perfect toward us. He loves us without condition. Because we live in a fallen world and on most days we're consumed by our own shortcomings, it's not always easy for us to grasp. And this is where we meet the older son in the parable told by Jesus in the book of Luke chapter 15. Firstly, Jesus teaches about a younger son's repentance and his journey back home, laden with a sin consciousness and expecting a life beneath his sonship identity, the father instead restores to him his identity. There is a celebration with music and dancing. We talked about all this in the episode titled The Prodigal Son. On the other hand is the older son who at this point has assumed the state of a servant and is living in his father's house beneath his identity. He believes in slaving away and following every rule as a means of earning right standing and relationship with his father. He is outraged. He cannot believe that this brother, the squanderer, is getting all this attention and affection after all his acts of disobedience and disrespect towards his father. Now the younger son is back home and there is celebration. If you haven't read this full um, parable told by Jesus, please go ahead and read it from the book of Luke chapter 15 verses 11 to 32 in luke chapter 15 verses 29 this is what the older son says he says look these many years i have served you and i have never disobeyed your command yet you never gave me a young goat that i might celebrate with my friends i have been slaving away following every rule performing for you father in the hope of obtaining at least your recognition your love your favor perhaps your acceptance and your approval this is where the older son is this is where his mind is now let's take a look at a scripture from the book of romans chapter 3 verses 23 and it reads therefore 
no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. And another one from Galatians chapter 3 verses 11 says, Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the righteous shall live by faith. In, when we come into this book of Galatians, Paul has built a case in helping introduce how we are justified by faith in Jesus Christ. And he says it is clear, it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law. Relating back to this parable, our parable today, through the strength of his flesh, performance, works, you know, whatever we may call it, outward appearances, striving, rule abiding. The older son hopes to gain righteousness and a relationship with his father. And we can see that evidently so in the words that he uses when he said, I have done all this for you, but you have never given me this, this and this. Now, this is contrary to these scriptures we just read and is neither a way of obtaining salvation or even right standing with God because it is not in our own effort that we stand. God's way is through faith in his son, Jesus Christ. Scripture says in the book of Galatians chapter 5 and verses 4, you who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. In other words, if you are trying to find right standing with God through your own performance, then Christ, the risen one, who is seated at the right hand of the Father, has become of no effect to you. You have become estranged, severed from Christ. Why? Because this very thing that we are trying to accomplish in our own strength by our own effort, Jesus has already done and it is yours freely to receive. The only way to the Father is through his Son, Jesus. I speak more about this in my message titled Only Believe via Salvation Engines YouTube. You can go over there and hear more about how our salvation is by faith and faith alone. Paul says in the book of Galatians chapter 2 verses 16, he says, Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. With the events of the younger son returning home, the older son has a real opportunity right there, right in front of him. The revelation of his father's heart and what his father desires, a relationship. However, at the point of the younger son's return, the older son is in the fields, working. Now, in, in the book of Ephesians, we read that the Bible speaks about good works, which the father prepared in advance for us to do. Jesus himself was working and said that his father is always working. What is really being highlighted here is not the work, but it's the attitude, the posture and the identity with which we work. We are to work with contentment and joyously as co-laborers with God in the father's business, the kingdom of heaven 
and not as slaves. You'll notice that many times when we come before the Father, especially if we're seeking for purpose, if we desire to know what is my purpose in life, we're in fact seeking for work. We are seeking to do something, to achieve something out of which we will earn maybe recognition or money, a living so that we can do something that makes us feel valuable. And so it's easy for us to just go past what might be considered not so special. So we ignore those inbuilt talents such as painting, maybe gardening or music. And we go in pursuit of something that is grander looking even if it means misery for us so when the older son comes home back in our story he inquires with the servant about what's going on in his own father's home there are servants in his father's house who know more than him while he is out there behaving like a slave what did jesus say in the book of john chapter 15 verses 15 no longer do i call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing but i have called you friends for all things that i had from my father i have made known to you not only do we have right standing before God by faith in Jesus, he came to reveal to us the Father through Jesus' ministry as documented in the Gospels. We learn so much about the Father, his kingdom, and his righteousness. And in his prayer for all the believers from the book of John chapter 25, Jesus says, O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you. And these have known that you have sent me. And I have declared to them your name and will declare it. That the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. And so the sorry case of the older son is that not only does he have a performance-based mentality, which opens him up to comparison and a bad attitude, he is not enjoying his inheritance. His complaint in verse 29 is that his father did not give him even a young goat so he could celebrate with his friends. To which the father responds, Son, all I have is yours. All that Jesus did is yours. Righteousness is yours. Freedom is yours. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 21 says, All things are yours. And Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. In Christ we have all things. Right believing is so important as we walk into our inheritance. Let us consider the book of Romans chapter 8 which says, He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? The war on our identity is really a war on our inheritance. In the younger son we find sin consciousness, in the older son we find a performance mentality and its effects. I pray that we will freely walk in our identity as sons of God. For in Christ we have freely received all things. If you have not placed your faith in Christ Jesus today, I pray that this day will be the day that you turn around and come back to the Father's house to enjoy all things and a relationship with the Father. 
Thank you for listening to this message. If you've enjoyed hearing about God's goodness, please make sure to visit our website, www.salvationengine.com, where I share written messages from scripture and other news. In addition, is the Salvation Engine social media pages on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.